seven days of COVID-19 isolation. He has been meeting with locals and visiting the local SES branch throughout the morning. The meeting was cloaked in some secrecy. The media was not informed of the visit and only the Prime Minister's official photographer was permitted to attend. Scott Morrison is expected to declare the floods a national emergency to make it easier for the federal government to arrange a more coordinated response. Labor says the declaration has come too late. A vocal crowd of protesters has gathered outside the local emergency operations centre. Elsewhere, the State Emergency Service says floodwaters in Windsor and surrounding parts of northwest Sydney will continue to rise in the coming days. Major flood warnings are still current for large stretches of the New South Wales coast. Greg Swindles from the SES says residents need to be aware the flood danger doesn't stop at the water's edge. We are expecting to see an increase in trees, uh, power lines down. So again, we're urging people and motorists and uh, people around their homes just to take extra care. The Western Australian Premier Mark McGowan has taken the stand for a second day in a high-stakes defamation trial with mining billionaire Clive Palmer. Mr McGowan first appeared in the federal court in Sydney on Monday, where he testified that Clive Palmer contributed to a madness in the community, causing his family and himself to receive death threats. Speaking to the media, he says he has no regrets about shutting off Western Australia for nearly two years. I have no regrets about it. What we've done is we've saved hundreds if not thousands of lives, we've saved thousands of jobs, we've avoided the full um, difficulties that other states have endured. The court has heard of texts between Mr McGowan and media mogul Kerry Stokes, whose newspaper The West Australian apparently depicted Mr Palmer in an unflattering light. Experts are looking to reassure Australians Japanese encephalitis does not have the capacity to become a pandemic-level disease. A man in his 60s died yesterday from the disease, which is spread by mosquitoes. Associate Professor Deborah Freeman from RMIT says despite the need for further research, the virus cannot transmit as easily as others. So in this case, the acquisition is via mosquito bites. We don't expect it to cause the significance of something like a pandemic. But because the illness can be incredibly severe in a small proportion of people, we really want to make sure that the message is very clear. Authorities in Victoria say they're now targeting high-risk areas, including piggeries. There are nine confirmed cases of the virus in Australia. Thirteen people have died from COVID in Queensland over the previous 24 hours. There are 262 patients currently being treated in hospital, with 19 of those in ICU. The state has recorded a further 4,801 cases overnight. Elsewhere, 19 people are now being treated in hospital for COVID symptoms in Western Australia as case numbers again surge in the state. There are close to 3,600 new infections in the latest reporting period, but no deaths have been recorded. No patients are in intensive care, but health authorities are warning fatalities from the virus in the West are inevitable. National Radio News, produced by Charles Sturt University, the Community Radio Network, and supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. And now for the latest weather on Alive 90.5. It's four minutes past three on a live 90.5 and to this Wednesday afternoon is not raining, Les. 
let's, let's give a round of applause to Mother Nature today. Mexican wave. <laughs> Absolutely. We're currently sitting at 24 degrees and it's clear outside, thankfully, very much. Um, it's a little bit cloudy, though. So, you know, who knows what's coming, but let's, you know, keep our spirits high. Tops of 24 today. Tomorrow and Friday is looking like tops of 13, sorry, 23 degrees and hopefully going to have some sun with a little slight chance of, you know, cloudy weather. And now on Alive 90.5, here's the latest traffic information. There's a landslip in Katoomba on the Great Western Highway near Rowan Lane. The eastbound traffic is affected in Mount Victoria in Golston to Hornsby Heights. There is a landslide going there as well, so be careful in those areas. There's some road damage in Mount Victoria on the Great Western Highway between Ferry Bower Road and Victoria Falls Road. Traffic is affected in both directions. And keep your eyes out for signs for some streets that are closed off due to flooding. We've got to make sure we stay safe and, you know, make sure we go to our destinations in a safe manner. <laughs> it's five minutes past three on a live 90.5. This is your sound, your community. You're listening to the business of life with Mario and Matt. And today we're live with Ella Staniak. It's been an amazing conversation though so far. We've wrapped up the first hour and you know she still wants to stick around. We're still talking to her. We're stuck with her for the next one as well. <laughs> but it's it's been it's been an, honestly, in all seriousness, it's been an incredible conversation, and I can't wait to take this a little bit further because you're a female leadership coach, and I believe leadership in itself takes courage. It's one thing to do it as a female, but then to take that next step and say, "I want to become a leader." I think you need to dig down and say, I want to face myself because to lead others, like you mentioned earlier in the, in the previous hour, it all starts with you. If you want to connect with others, if you want to trust others, you got to trust yourself first. I believe that principle is going to be universal though for many different premises, many different topics. But tell me more about feminine leadership. Why is it important? And how can females tap into their the femininity to truly bring out the best of themselves as a leader? I would love to. Something that comes to mind is a third element of feminine leadership, the third fundamental that we haven't discussed yet, and that is alignment. That also truly facilitates developing sense of trust within and then trust towards others, the world, develops sense of safety in the world. When you are out of um, alignment, you have that conflict. And when you're conflicted, you spend 98% of energy trying to resolve the conflict rather than move productively in a direction. Whether this is your career, whether this is your relationships, whether this is your health. So now we have truly three elements covered. We have alignment, where you stop tolerating all the elements in your life that are sabotaging your potential from relationships that might be toxic or do not support you, from unhealthy habits in body, mind and soul, from tolerating disrespect, 
whether in the workplace or in your own business. So you teach people on how to treat you. There is a significant shift I have noticed with people when they have a very honest conversation with themselves about the tolerations that they are running, things that they tolerate. So when you do then commit to stop tolerating everything that does not serve you from personal to professional elements, just watch how quickly you move. Just watch that sense of courage that builds up within you almost by osmosis. Just watch that level of certainty, self-esteem that comes with it. So it's definitely full of rewards. Wow. Okay. So, but it takes like a level of discomfort to firstly, not only recognize and be aware of these things that don't serve you, but to say no. That's a step in itself. What do you think, Mario? To put up your boundaries. It's something that, I mean, maybe I'm just summarizing what you said. Mm. And please correct me if I'm wrong. Though, putting up boundaries takes courage. Nothing does take courage. It's something that, you know, most people don't want to do. Because then we have to say, I I don't want to this. Personally, I don't think nothing's wrong to put the barriers or, you know, boundaries or the, 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 the the wall of China around you, you know. We all experience mm-hmm. it as a matter says, you know, we take it a lot of discomfort in life. It doesn't matter what definition we're using, doesn't matter what professional we're talking with, you know, we are designed as a humans with emotions, right? And on personal level I <clears throat> I met somebody in my life and that person had a walls like, you know, <laughs> it just doesn't make a sense, you know what I mean? Like you're just killing yourself. And I told that person I'd rather die trying under your walls, you know what I mean? Because, it, you know, you, you want to understand, you know, what's happening, you know what I mean? Maybe you're not solution. Most often the people are problems we meet in our lives, not the solutions. But I truly believe that people are okay if they put the boundaries, you know what I mean? What they're accepting for, accepting, accepting for them or not accepting. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I, we cannot agree on every topic you and I, do I? <laughs> we can't, you know, I mean, that's not, but we find a common ground. But I truly believe in relationship, in life, particularly in leadership. Leadership, it's a very dangerous thing. And now, again, if I may, you know, take it another minute of my time. In past five years, I never saw the human society invented so many definitions, so n- many names of the job descriptions, you know, chief happiness officer. You know, just name it. And then throw on top of this leadership. Like I say as an ex-military man, and I spent substantial amount, amount of time in military, particularly in combat, leadership is not, nobody was fighting for the, to be the leader. First of all, in military, we never got training to become the leader. There's no leadership course. You have accountability, responsibility in outcomes. That's what it is. You know, act per the rules and acts, whatever it is. But being the leader, it is a huge responsibility. And I don't believe in corporate fall. Does anybody take responsibility? Nobody. Everybody loves to flash this like a flash Gordon. Flash, ah, you know, I'm the leader, I'm the leader, I'm the leader. Leader of what? You can't be leader nine to five. That's my, that's my two cents on this one. So that's mm. a boundaries are okay. If you're a leader, just say like, I'm leader nine to five, that's it. After five o'clock, I'm not the leader anymore. 
I'm going home to my wife to bash me, punch me in the face. And I mean, the kids <laughs> kill me, whatever it is. But it takes courage. I say, it takes courage, like yourself, Ella, and many other women, admiring a lot of women for the courage displaying. And I always say, come back, it's hard to be women in today's society. It was always hard. Like, look, look, look just the history in the past 100 years, man. You know what I mean? The, way, the man, yeah, the man goes in a war. But that's all. It's okay. You go in a war. But the burden of society in the war, it's on the women and the kids. The burden of society to, to provide its own women. Do you really believe that men invented furniture, Matt? <laughs> the, the men invented the fry pans? was a women, I presume, right? They say, like, I need these things, so just make it. Right. Well, right. that's, that's again, that's my two cents, you know what I mean? Mm. And, and that's the reason I admire women who stand up and say what they really think. Because if you don't say, you're going to be as a majority, and people suffer in silence, you know, better than anybody else, you know what I mean? So, if you have no boundaries. Without Absolutely. B- yeah, and if you don't mind, I'd love to take a couple of minutes just on, on this as well. On the topic of boundaries, yeah, Boundaries are important because, I mean, you alluded to, Mario, when we don't, we just tolerate anything. And what we're willing to tolerate only continue on, continues on in our life. Yeah. And if it's not something that serves us, if it's something that only hurts us and burdens us further, yeah. we're only running ourselves into a hole further and further. Matt, you know, like, you, 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 you have parents, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't have parents. Ella, unfortunately, as well, she doesn't have the parents. But if any man says to me, that he's the provider for the family. Come on, give me a break, man. I saw in my marriage with, with you know, with, with my kid, I can be, daddy can be anybody, but only one mother can be. Only one mother, and that person provides everything for the family. But that's, again, that's me. Ella, I'd love to get your take on that. I think that boundaries are incredible, but they're also critical. And I absolutely love hearing from you that you acknowledge how much women do take on every single day, personally and professionally. It's it's great to hear. I am privileged to know many, just like yourself, incredible men, whether in business or privately, who do acknowledge women every single day for their efforts. When we, it comes to feminine leadership, a lot of women truly don't do the self-analysis of hold on, stop and pause, what are my boundaries? Realistically, every single thing that you feel does not fit in, is not in alignment with who you are, you don't like things that are happening in your life, if you went and dissected them, more than likely, there would be a very critical step missing at the beginning, which was, well, where was your boundary? You Mm. teach people on how to treat you. I remember when um, I started I remember I had a first job, I think at 14 or 15 in a local pizzeria. So I've got a, you know, I've worked all my life now or even more. But I I faced direct and indirect discrimination in the workplaces in all three continents I've lived on. But that's but that's that's correct. I mean, that's that that is not including just Australia. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And I recognized that it wasn't the environment. It wasn't the brutal boss. It wasn't anything else. Then it was determined by my my own ability to have a voice. Because when I found my voice and I did fight against it for myself and other people, a lot of those conflicts that I experienced transformed. They disappeared. You see, if I may just small regress, make this one back to the mat. 
inner life when you step out okay <laughs> i'll start i'll start back with this one there's a many of those who in the public uh, advocating you know no discrimination you know equality like a lot of Tetkin, you know i mean when she started that thing with the with women's international day but the thing it is it's a lot of this in public being spoken but not being acted upon mm. right and what i'm seeing the strength of the people like yourself ella and matt is this you are the voice for the many silent voices and particularly matt caruana i know it's come back to this one this man goes in schools and works on a, a suicide prevention you speak about female feminine leadership society needs to learn and only way to learn it's when it comes to the some type of chaotic or you know issues problems in society that only only on the brink of the of destruction human come to together and it's been given you know i mean you need to leave big events you know i mean to to start changing things and i believe the newer generation is gonna appreciate more women as a part of society and not being again come back my father was born 1936 you know it's okay you know i was born 1972 that makes us quite big difference 36 years and he was always macho man like he was always macho man i me i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this and guess what the first bullet you know i mean during the war fired my father was on a on a train run away from the city he dumped me just left me what do you think of wow. all his teachings you know i mean all this crap you know he's telling me about women just a good in the kitchen you know women you know they have no voice and nothing like this you know he lost respect and i think that that generation slowly is going to fade out you know i mean and that's the reason why i say congratulate even matthew caruana and yourself for being the voice for the many silent voices who are suffering in in dark places putting the good makeup good face a smile on the face and continue again matt talking too much man so <laughs> no 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 it's no, a no. beautiful acknowledgement no, no, it's, it's true like you know i mean again there's no man on this planet can impress me with their life none period and i'll tell you in private why matt he already knows so that's i have right to say this just on what you said though and what i believe ella's done very well and you mentioned it earlier being that you face your fear that is the first step of leadership and when it comes to facing your fear what's the one thing you're running away from the fear. one thing that you are so scared to tap into that makes you feel uncomfortable makes you close up for me it was actually opening up you know putting on that front that facade like we spoke about for so long it's one thing i haven't told you ella so right reason i'm in the chair was was because when i was 16 years old i jumped 35 meters to end my own life and the one thing that has come out of this whole journey is one thing that i needed to do that entire time that i was running away from which was actually opening up mm. and it was through opening up that i've had a supportive network mm. but it was through opening up that i found my purpose not just sharing my story look sharing my story is one thing but what i'm really about helping people recognize their mental fitness how they can make the best mental health for themselves how they can support themselves create some mental strength and build that inner resilience that we all have inside of us how we can bounce back when times get rough that's my calling that's my purpose and that's what i'm here to do but had i not faced my fear from the very get-go i wouldn't be in the position i am now had i not faced my fear i wouldn't be a leader now had ella not faced her fear 
she wouldn't be the amazing feminine leader that she is today. If I may add something on this one, Matt, and this is the courage. You can't do something brave if you're not afraid. Period. On your question, what we're running in our life, me from spiders, because when I say the crawling is like, let's <laughs> 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 gentlemen listen to the business of life with the Matthew Corona, Mario Beckes, and our guest in studio, Ella Staniak, the most bravest female leader. She owes his money. So <laughs> <laughs> You are listening to Alive 90.5. If you'd like to know more about us, jump onto our website. www.alive905.com.au We all know that paying for a funeral can be a financial burden. However, have you ever thought of paying off a prepaid funeral? With none of the ongoing premiums that is associated with funeral insurance, $1,000 can get you started. Hills Family Funerals, a family-owned and operated business of 35 years, can make it easier for you. Call 02-9659-0900, ask for Richard Spiteri, or speak to one of the friendly staff members to learn how. Get assistance today. Call Hills Family Funerals, station sponsor. What's on at Workers? Enjoy free live music every Saturday night at Workers Blacktown. Every Saturday night and Sunday afternoon at Worker Sports. And every Sunday afternoon at Worker's Hubertus. Plus, enjoy a full range of dining facilities. Visit the website at www.workersclub.com.au for the full music schedule. Plus, plenty of other activities including raffles, bingo, promotions and fun events. Workers is your club. Station sponsor. Dogs are awesome. Think about it. When you give them a little love, they'll give you their heart. They don't care about how much money you make, how good you look, or even how bright you are. They love you for you. That's why we need to train more assistance dogs. They take care of people in need by helping out with everyday tasks, from opening doors to emptying the washing machine. To help us share the love, find out how you can get involved by visiting assistancedogs.org.au. Alive 90.5 Are you ready for the beaches? Are you ready for the weekends? Are you ready for the summer? The summer's not ready for me. Are you ready for the long nights? With your body looking just right. Are you ready for the summer? Cause summer's not ready for me. Uh, gang stop, it was ready for me. Stop going up heavy on me. No stress on me, put that protect on me. I keep a check on me, your girl sex on me. She likes summertime, number six, number nine. Let me lie, man, I mix it up and give it to her, baby, anytime. I got plenty time, push that thing in the mind. I know exactly what to do, baby, you, baby, you ain't. I mean, you probably got a clue, but you ain't. Slim dick, summer fine, get off that beat, you fuck it at the wall. Are you ready for the beaches? Are you ready for the weekends? Are you ready for the summer? Summertime, Cause summer's not ready for me. Are you ready for the long nights? With your body looking just right. Are you ready for the summer? Cause summer's not ready. I think you're ready for the main event. Come and get it, baby. Play the win. Spread it, puppy. Don't get spread too thin. If I'm too much, baby, hit two friends. I got the CMOS. Saw my body looking like Ibiza. She'll do anything for a visa. She got the fever. She gon' sweat a leader. Sophia fever. Looking like no gap, reflex, respect, fresh out the pack, no defects, secret, baby, no hands, and that's all, T-Rex, no fans, only fans, Mike, be next, I'm a call, then I'm coming with the ball, yeah, I took the summer off, summer 20 was a loss, we'll be back, 
home and this finger licking good to the last drop, that's why it's the back shot. Yeah. yeah, I must confess, I'm freakiest in the summertime. Can I get an amen? I'll get some rest when summer ends. So let me blow your mind. Hey, are you ready for the beaches? Are you ready for the weekends? Are you ready for the summer? The summer's not ready for me. Are you ready for the long nights? With your body looking just right. Are you ready for the summer? Cause summer's not ready. It's 25 minutes past three and you're listening to The Business of Life with Mario and Matt. Today we're live with Ella Staniak, live in studio. I'm loving the conversation so far and, I, and I'm seriously keen to take it further. Mario, so much conversation around leadership, what it means to be a, a true female leader as well. Mm. But what's important to know when developing powerful female leaders? What are some key elements to really hone Bro, in on? how much do you lift? Is that female leadership? How much do you help? bench? <laughs> how much do you even squat? No, but you can ask the girl like on a date, like, you know, she says like, you know, I'm the executive this and that and say, how much do you lift? How much do you bench? Do you do the leg braces on the <laughs> Do you even bench? <laughs> Look, so please, mad question. I'm sorry, what's the question? I totally laughed it off. <laughs> what's important when developing female leaders, you say? Yeah, yeah, what's important to know, yeah. Look, and I, I really want to highlight one fact that the fact that I am passionate about developing female leaders doesn't mean that I am ex- an extreme feminist. I, I, my message is of how masculine and feminine are complementary. And mm. it isn't until men and women understand each other's strengths and weaknesses, leave their own agendas behind and begin working together in a very beautiful, flowing, complementary way in the workplaces and at homes, then I think we'll be truly on a great path in decision making and beyond. So. The first thing that we really need to understand to answer your question is that we do still carry unconscious gender biases. We do need to leave this uh, understanding of generally speaking roles, men, male and female roles um, in society when they're up, where they are placed. We still do run unconscious bias about it of what Technically speaking, a role of a woman is and a role of a man is. I hear it from clients all the time. It's an unconscious understanding when I go home of what my jobs and tasks are and what I expect from my partner to also do. Well, that's, that's number one. Is that Matt and I we spoke about this, you know, in a relationship? You know, I mean, mm. but it, 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 God. And it happens in a corporate level too. Like you would not believe. What I mean, could share some level. horrendous stories with you. Look, I think, <laughs> like I, as I say, it's hard to be a woman, and admiring women for many, many, many things, particularly because they can give the birth to the beautiful bundle of joy, right? And when they come, that bundle of joy on this on this planet, this blue marble, it's a it's a it's a it's a best gift anybody can have in this in this world, you know. Even those, you know, 
doesn't matter you can have a kids or not you can't have a kids but the point is women has been misrepresented for the decades centuries and society it's developing but in, in the workplace and you know the my question is very simple if we have uh, so many advocates in public talking about this less discrimination less you know um <clears throat> Sorry, more, more understanding of the women leadership, women in, in the corporate world, business, anything else. Why we still have uh, that problems in society? Why do we still experience this problem, Ella? Because it will be a long-term journey. I think to defend the topic, I will say we have already seen so much of a shift in that arena. Mm-hmm. For example, public organizations are obliged to release Uh, annual reports on their gender and equality progression, which is fantastic. Mm. Does okay. that apply to our organizations? Hell no, not at all. But not it at is all. A st- <laughs> not, not at all, all. but not it all. is a step forward. I think w- we need to also appreciate that, as you said, uh, Mario, to get to an executive level, it takes experience, it takes knowledge. We don't want to have, you know, 21-year-old um, people running, you know, the boards of the biggest organizations. That's just not how the world works. But what we do want to see is that there is that there is more variety in people when it comes to gender, when it comes to sexual orientation, when it comes to um, demographics, when it comes to age, in those high executive roles. So, it's interesting you say that because I actually want to address your TED talk. How <laughs> it's titled Diversity and Inclusion are Logically Impossible. It is. What do you mean it is? Diversity and inclusion is logically impossible because it takes a great depth of empathy, inclusion, togetherness, acknowledgement of another human being, willingness to understand another human being, to address their needs. It takes a great depth of wanting to value the other person without your own agendas. And it's very much emotional. I can accept everything, but what what I don't accept, but I'm pretty sure society goes that part now where it's been said, it's done, it's done and dusted, take it or leave it. If you say you don't like it, you're gonna be branded, outcasted, and like <laughs> try to understand what's going on involved. You know what's happening with the, with the values of society. Like you know, I mean, in, in different shape or forms. But I'm accepting that people can, you know, that diversity, inclusion, name it. You know, I mean, it's normal progress of society. But it doesn't happening. It doesn't happening on a paper. Again, it's good, but in reality, it doesn't happening. And that's the reason why, say, the both of you, Matt and you, you are the voice for the many silent voices. Doesn't matter what opportunity, sorry, what position they are, you represent the opportunity for the many of them. And that's that's the great topic for today, relationship. Right, Matt? Mm-hmm. Matt, you said you were something. So, Ella, how do you like it so far being radio? I am enjoying this conversation immensely, especially that it's for International <laughs> Women's Day. It's all about my topic of expertise, talking about female leader, leadership. As I say, so sure. a chapter in my book, and I know I want to celebrate love. Hashtag self-promotion. Self-promotion. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think we're going to take a short break before I before I just really jump. I would like to jump from other, from other side, but that represents a little bit gravity problem for me and the weight and everything else. <laughs> However, you know, you need to walk behind me to that door so like I show you how great I am. Like to that side. <laughs> Let's get me listening to Live 90.5 FM. Please join us tonight on the website alive905.com.au after 6.37 p.m. This interview with Ella Staniak is going to be there on the section of the Business of Life podcast and you can enjoy this conversation. Matthew Carana and Mario Beckes. Stay tuned. Take a short break. Alive 90.5 We are Invictus Partners, an Australian company specialising in checking software usage across the major vendors like SAP, Oracle, IBM, Microsoft and VMware. Are you looking to reduce your software fees? Are you worried about being audited? Are you migrating to the cloud? Do you need help working out your software usage versus entitlements? Contact us at Invictus Partners today before you get hit with a compliance fine. Go to www.invictuspartners.com to arrange a no-obligation discussion to see how we can help you. Station sponsor. Learn something new in 2022 with the Parramatta College. Term 1 courses are open for enrolment and include business and work skills, computer skills, leisure and lifestyle, languages. The Parramatta College also offer New South Wales government funded courses. Eligibility criteria applies. Improve your personal and professional development with the Parramatta College. Enroll today. Call 9687 2072. That's 9687 2072. Or visit parramattacollege.edu.au. Station sponsored. Every time you come around, you know I can't say no Every time the sun goes down, I let you take control
sitting alone Conversations with a stranger I barely know Swearing this will be the last But it probably won't I got nothing left to lose Or use Or do my bad habits lead to agents understand that selling your home is one of the most important financial decisions you'll ever make. With award-winning teams in the hills, their service goes above and beyond any other to create great results and lifelong relationships to deliver the best possible result. Brett Humby of McGrath Estate Agents will unlock value in your home you never knew existed. To realise more and experience the McGrath Advantage with Brett Humby, head to mcgrath.com.au or search Brett Humby today. Station sponsor. We are the Insight Intelligence Group, specialising in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management, workplace investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia-wide or global, facts, not opinion. 02882-9837. Insightintelligence.com.au Station sponsor. Welcome back to the studio, listening online, 90.5, the business of life, Matthew Karana. My name is Matthew Karana, the sexiest voice of the, on the planet. Welcome to the studio, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the plug, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're live with Ella Staniak, live in studio in Borkham Hills. You're listening to your sound and your community, the business of life. And Matt, if I, before, I, before I start, we start with Ella. Ella, she interrupted me. So the chapter in my second book, which is Continuity, from Blood, Soccer, Soul, it's called Attraction, seduction, destruction. That's how I define the love. Yes, how you define love? Yeah, few till few years ago, but that's it is a love. This, that for me was the definition of love: attraction, seduction, destruction. And then Ella, she made it fun. Ella, this is not a leadership. Eh? You should you should support me. You should say like, why are you saying this, matter? Let let's go talk. You know, I mean, let's go explain this in front of Matt. Why is that? Eh? Reach him on a spiritual level. Spiritual level. <laughs> But don't you believe that many, Matt, the many relationships actually, they are defined as attraction, seduction, and destruction? Absolutely. 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 We sometimes get drawn to something and it seduces us. It looks sexy. It looks nice. And all of a sudden it comes and bites you around in the ass. Yeah. The thing is, nobody brings a resume on their dates, you know I mean? On dates, everybody sounds good and look good and everything else. Oh, and we dress up, we look but nice, you know what we is, take us yeah, to a nice restaurant. Yeah, but what's, what's changing? I mean, what's changing? Let's go speak about this now. Uh, just let's go elaborate this more. Okay. Attraction. We see somebody. We attract us right away, right? Then comes seduction, the game, you know what I mean? Fifty Shades of Grey, you know what I mean? A little <laughs> bit kinky, sadomaso, blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is, yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then comes destruction. Why is that? Eh? Why is that? Why are we running towards destruction? You know what I mean? This is something that I, I reckon Ella could give a lot of take on too. But as humans, we are so drawn to what feels good. What, you know, something yeah. looks good. And we think, 
Damn, that could be good. Hell, like, it could be drugs. Yeah. You're right? Yeah. You could try pot for the first time. Yeah, that See, like, that's that correct. Right. It doesn't need to be just the law. Attraction, seduction, destruction can be the drug as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It can be drugs. It could be, hell, it could be anger. Imagine the first time you lashed out at someone, you felt dominant, you felt strong, you felt high and mighty, you know? Yes. I want to do that again. And then I, I want to take that to, to the masses. I want to lead people. I want to manipulate people so my anger can be used for mass control. That feels good. My ego feels fueled. Do you believe in revenge? Do I believe in revenge? Yeah, Ella. Do you believe in revenge? <laughs> Absolutely, that's how us Poles oh have survived God. for centuries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so majority of people say again in public, oh, let the karma work, you know what I mean? Let the, the, the God find mysterious ways. Revenge is not good. But would you agree there's a different type of revenge? I think ultimately... I would encourage anybody to look at things from literally higher perspective so you can leave any situation with a higher consciousness. Like okay, I don't understand. Speak, <laughs> talk, to me like, talk to me like I'm In a five years old, please. When you are hurt, yes. so let's say that you have gone for something but it didn't work out the way you hoped for. Yes. I would encourage you to react in a way that still allows you to put your head on the pillow at the end of the day so you can fall asleep with clean conscience. What does really revenge, that, what does it do? What does it give you? Okay, what do you mean clean conscience, right? If you've been cheated by somebody, mm. you, okay. <clears throat> and does that, does that say anything about you or them, really? Yes, exactly Hello? right. Hello? No, no, seriously. <laughs> so you're telling me if you've been mistreated in your life, and I have For been. example, your wife cheating on, on, on you mm -hmm. or your husband, right? You're telling me it's best way to go sleep without no action, no revengeful thoughts, oh, nothing. Oh, that's not what I said, Mark. No, that's yeah. what you, exactly what you said. Like, my conscience is going to be clear. But my conscience is going to be clear because mm. if you've been mistreated by somebody. Oh, no. I didn't say do not do anything, not react and... Uh, and just leave the situation. I did not say that. Yeah. I said react in a way that allows you to leave the situation with clean conscience. Okay. Because if you are going to go and get consumed completely by a sense of revenge, meaning um, I got hurt by you, so then I am going to go take my intention and inflict pain upon you and I'll do it until I am satisfied. At the end of the day, what is it going? What is it going to do? I said this one oh, thing. I don't. I don't believe in revenge as a as a as a tool. Right? Oh, now you, you don't no, believe. No, 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 I no, see. No, I no, see. No, let me. Let me. Let me. Yeah, I mean, I in my life I have a, quite some experience with revenge in in different shapes of forms, and it does feel you good, but doesn't feel you good. However, there is no better revenge when somebody puts you in situation. You know, I mean, where you are feel sad, upset unhappy, crying, whatever it is, and then you convert that negativity into positivity, right? And then you become better you. And I must say, I'm very grateful to every person who hurt me. And wow. I, just, I just didn't even have the revengeful thoughts. <laughs> I committed mm. a lot of my time and energy and, and strength to do some things. I, I didn't feel well, I didn't feel well. But where I feel well, it's actually seeing that I gone further and then you turn back and I mean sometimes you see they're spying on you on Instagram right <laughs> with the profile it's like thank God I didn't stay with that person because mm. ugliness comes out 
that envy, that jealousy and everything else. And guess what? Suddenly, hey, how are you? You know, how's your life? I just saw you're good. What do you want? You know what I mean? Like, it just wasn't good to you 10 years ago. What would it be good to now? Does it make sense? Mm. And I think what you said there, Mario, the mm. fact that you're grateful for every single person that Absolutely. has done you wrong, that is the, uh, that I think is what Ella's talking about. I think now that you're approaching it in a much calmer manner, you're now approaching it with gratitude. You can now see that other perspective where maybe, oh, they did me wrong. But look at look at what it's done for me. You're able to see the other side of it all. Yes. And, and that is you approaching it in a calm manner. I can't remember how you worded it exactly, Ella, but how we can, I mean, that's part of being a leader. That's definitely a part of being a leader. And now you brought it to that point. It's maturity. It doesn't need to be an age maturity. Like, you know, I'm 49 and I love my life more than ever. And I've become more crazier. Sometimes I think I'm a little bit retarded. You know what I mean? I think there's something <laughs> catching up with me from my childhood, but it's okay. I'm, you are very special, I feel. I am special, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the point I tried to make, I can't believe that I'm saying this. You know, that I'm grateful every person hurt me. Mm. That's huge. It's profound. It's like, but it, but I don't, I can't, because if you asked me 10 years ago, seven years ago, uh, seven years ago about this, I would say like, you know, don't even try to convince me. But something's changed. When you put on the side a problem you had and you focus on yourself, mm. actually that frustration with negative frustration with somebody or some people Actually, if you're smart enough, you're gonna see this as a as a nuclear submarine engine. You know what I mean? Like that's how I saw. And then suddenly I start doing things in my life. I really like it without thinking how somebody else gonna feel. As long as they're acting lawfully and you know what mm. I mean, and in 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 a manner that nobody being hurt or humiliated or discriminated. I saw and I said thank you. And you can come in life in your life. You're gonna say thank you. I have something just to share on this. Imagine. Oh, that's me just. <laughs> no, that's, that's deep. That's deep. That's powerful, right? It's profound. <laughs> but imagine, imagine you're in a family, right? Mm. And you don't want to talk to your father. You don't want to talk to your son. I don't know. Mm. What, whatever it is, right? And there's always disconnect. I say this because I've worked with many people in similar situations, right? And there's this tension going on, mm. right? Mm. You talk to the son. It hurts me that my dad doesn't talk to me. Talk to the father. It kills him that his son doesn't want to talk to him. They both love each other. They both feel hurt because they don't talk to one another. But they're coming from the same place. They both love one another. So why is this big disconnect? Mm. Why aren't they talking? Maybe it's because they didn't address something that's going on. They weren't able to have the conversation that was needing to have, i.e. they weren't able to approach the situation, the circumstance, maybe at a calm manner. They just left things where they were. They, they dwelled in the tension, sat and simmered in it, and never decided to address the tension. Because to have the conversation with an open mind to yes. say, hey, this is where I'm at. Hey, this is how I feel about you. And this is what I would like moving forward. That takes a level of vulnerability to step within you and to, and also leadership too to be able to have that conversation. But may I ask you a question? Now when you when you spoke of this then Ella, same question. 
Do you, any of you believe when the people stop talking, addressing to each other, and time passes by, mm-hmm. it's a one big, long, deep, wide abyss. Mm-hmm. And time passes by. It's a problem to fill that abyss. You know when the people say, let's go pick up where we left. <laughs> that doesn't exist. Eh? My, I won't update you about, about my life last 10 years. So what are you suggesting to do in that situation? To, when you separate from somebody, consciously make a decision, as a leader, as a person, as a husband, as a wife, whatever it is, brother, sister, you don't want to talk to somebody. It's hurtful, but on the same token, you know that with every passing day, that abyss is becoming wider, deeper, longer, darker. Ella. Look, I I do think that before we go into the solution or the suggestion, I feel that a lot of people run a confusion on what it really means to develop intimacy in relationships. And I don't mean just sexual intimacy in all relationships, into me see, so the depth of connection. There is an underlying assumption that if I am in a relationship with you and I'm going to give you love, that I also give you all the power, so you will love me back. So if you do something that doesn't align with me or you hurt me intentionally or not, there is conflict. People think that they have given the other person all the power and all all the love. If you can take as an adult, again, we come back to a maturity, right? If you can take responsibility for yourself, for your emotions, while giving the other person compassion, recognizing that they have a heart, and more than likely, I'd like to think that most pain is inflicted um, unintentionally, most of it. Mm -hmm. Most of it. I'm not talking about big toxic situations. I'm not talking about abusive scenarios. I'm talking about- Every time, you know, I disagree with that with with Mm. you. Ask Matt, Matt, to answer that question before do you really believe that people in a relationship don't intentionally hurt each other you just said no you know, just said no they don't hurting them intentionally i think most pain in intimate relationships is inflicted unintentionally i don't think that most human beings on earth wake up in the morning thinking what can i do today to make my partner suffer that would I be intentional pain <laughs> i think you're wrong with this one because really? yeah, well, I tell you. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> if you believe for one minute, for one second, that person doesn't wake up in the morning and doesn't think what's going to do to hurt other person, that you're mistaken. For one simple reason, everything what comes through our mouth, it's a product of our choices, of our thoughts, and we action this to the word. Words are weapons. Mm-hmm. If you put emotions in them, man, not, you know, if somebody said like, oh, Matt, you know, I don't care if, you know, what did you say? Or if I say like, Matt, blah, 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 I don't care what you say. They're weapons. People hurt people because they want to hurt people, not because they're intentional. Because I can make a choice intentionally to say, unintentionally, I will never going to say, Matt, he's bald and ugly. Because I can address to Matt because he doesn't take personal, it's like his conversation, Mm. he can say for me, always in shock. That's what it is. So you don't tell me in the morning, person wakes up in the morning and say, I'm unintentionally hurt you. And then, 
oh, I'm so sorry, you know, I'll not happen again, happen again, happen again, happen again. Because you know why? Because as long as somebody says to you nasty words, that same person says somebody else beautiful words. Been there, done that. Plus, I was a spy, so I don't think so. Mm. I think the best way to approach any relationship, anyone we know, is always to come from love first. Yes. Always. And it, just on the back of what you're saying, Mario, mm. I wouldn't be suspicious unless someone gave me a reason to. If I'm approaching the situation or the relationship from the context of why are th- like, like there's something there's something in there for them, I'm paranoid. Mm. I don't know if that's fair to say, but I feel like if I was to approach a relationship where it's like they must want something out of me, unless they've given me a reason to, why would I? Because then that's only causing more confusion and tension inside myself. And now Ella says. Nobody wakes up in the morning. No, I said most people. Okay. I didn't say nobody. Okay, let's go. Let's go vote. Ninety-nine percent wake up that way. Anyway, it's me saying so. But <laughs> <laughs> we can't put the metrics because they'll never be honest, mm. right? Nobody will say honest what they think. But what it does that in morning majority people wake up in the morning, hurt their partner, kids, they go to work. And what do you think? How they behave at the work? cruel towards everybody else at the workplace mm. except to favorite Tamagotchi. Would you disagree on that one? I, I don't know what these people do, but I do still think that look, every single act is either an act of love or cry for love. Cry me a river, yeah. Cry me a An act Dude. of love or cry, or cry for, for love. love. So if you can approach every relationship, if you can approach every relationship with love, having boundaries, taking responsibility for your own emotions, taking responsibility for your own stuff and agendas and not projecting them onto another being, having that compassion, wanting to make things work. It takes work to have flourishing relationships. Where people go wrong is that they take relationships for granted and expectations replace what they are willing to give. Mm. Question for you. If you have have the last $10 in your pocket, what would you do? I would buy a packet of Tim Tams. (laughs) 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 Okay, so what's your favorite topping on a pizza? Peri-peri chicken. Peri-peri chicken? Yours? Mine? um, Well, I like a peri-peri, but it's not that one. You can't have that one now because that's my favorite. No, I I don't think that's the fact I'm using it. I love Vesuvia. It's a a closed one, so there's just a tomato inside. What about sardines? <laughs> Man, not, let me tell you, like when somebody offered me, I think that's what Italians and Polish have in common: sardines. Oh, <laughs> and that's like, it. Look, <laughs> I, I tell you something. So like we draw in, the line. In, days, right. in, in my days of the military, like we had all these cans of the anchovies, the sardines, all, you know, the beef and everything else. When somebody offers me those delicatessen, it's like, come on, man, seriously, I can't have it. You know what I mean? I mean, they put on a pizza, I just want to punch somebody in the face. It's like, man, just a ham, you know what I mean? <laughs> Keep it simple. I Keep know what simple. I'm having for dinner tonight. What do you have for dinner tonight? Pizza! <laughs> Are you making or? Oh, no. <laughs> of course not. Like, I'm not just mighty now. We're just going to drive to death. So that's what it is. <laughs> but Ella, we have to wrap up the show, unfortunately. But yes. for our listeners who want to get in touch with you, who loved hearing what you had to share, how can they find you? 
I am on LinkedIn all the time. <laughs> Go on LinkedIn and just look up my name and surname or you can visit my website. It's just elastaniak.com, C-O-M. I am always open to meeting female leaders who are wanting to learn how to own their presence in any circumstances, in any environment. And I offer uh, always a complimentary session to those who are interested to explore. So it's a no obligation. Um, first session to building lovely coaching relationship if that aligns. Um, I am also on Instagram or you can go to my YouTube channel and watch the 12 key pain, pain points of feminine leaders. Thank you very much, Ella. And, and I just want to add a quick side note, and just because I noticed that the fact that you're saying if it aligns, we'll work together. You're not coming from a place of profit first. No, it's more that passion. It, do we align? Do we? Are we going to work well together? Not so much. No, I'm looking for those those dollars. But so. Well, it's my responsibility to be of service to clients and only take on board those clients who I know I can help, and also those clients who are. Jesus, you have more followers on Instagram than me. Five thousand six hundred, eh? Oh, I'm gonna you, follow you. You're famous, if, Mario. No, like you know, look. If you don't, <laughs> nah. if you don't, if you don't follow me back, I'm gonna block you. Anyway, don't take so. it personally. This means nothing about your fabulous <laughs> Instagram account. You know, I've been uh, around for a while. <laughs> no, I just want. I got. I pressed you. I just clicked you now to follow that. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Elastaniak from elastaniak.com.au. Feel free to contact her or come to our website at live905.com.au after 7 p.m. That's going to be this entire interview on the section of the Business of Life with Matt and Mario as a podcast. Thank you and see you next week. Ella, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Alive 90.5. SE Timbers Castle Hill are flooring experts. Not just flooring, SE Timbers supply, install and guarantee solid timber, engineered, laminate and vinyl flooring as well as carpet blinds and shutters. An authorised dealer of major brands like Borel, Preference and Quickstep. Call 9894-6660 or visit setimbers.com.au to arrange a free quote today. Station sponsor, SE Timber Floors and Shutters, ingrained quality. Hexagon Home Loans is your trusted mortgage broker. We focus on providing you with personal service and expert advice to help you find the home loan which best suits your requirements. Ranging from first home loans, refinancing, investment home loans, self-employed home loans, debt consolidation and SMSF loans. With a large network of lending institutions at our fingertips, we can assist you in making a well-informed decision that will save you time and money. Call us on 1300 562 649. Australian Credit Licence 504481. Station sponsor. All the local news and all the great music. On your sound, your community. Alive 90.5. 